can't get it to go. But they're going to say McGuire was hit on the arm. So a free throw is upcoming for Marshall. He's also hit a three as well for their only three points, but the only thing was one for three start for them from the field at least. McGuire is at the line. Free throws up and good. They get 14 to four. And that foul went on McManaway, his first, team first of the quarter. And McManaway will be the one sitting down, and Melville will come into the game. And McGuire will be at the line for his second attempt. And it's up, and that one's good. Two for two there for Peyton McGuire. His first two points. And it's 14 to five, Altamont. Melville will get across the timeline. And he gets it over there to Davis here on the right side. Now over to Eli at the top of the key. Eli looking for someone to pass to. Gives it over to Yarhouse here on the left side. Try to dump it down low to Caden and Miller. Now back out to Yarhouse. He'll fire a three-pointer. Back iron can't get it to fall. And that one's rebounded by McGuire. McGuire will bring it across the timeline. Picked up by Millville. Now in between the circles. McGuire will try to size him up. I picked it up, and Mattis is cutting to the rim, and he had to go back for it a little bit. Tried to save it in the wild throw, but it lands in the hands of Sheep. And a floater will go for Sheep. And Altamont leads by seven, 14 to seven. Davis to Caden Miller through traffic. All oh, three or four guys were around him. And uh, Caden's going to be fouled. They're going to say he's in the act of shooting. So Caden Miller will go to the line to shoot too. Foul will be on the Lions' second team. Foul, and that one will go on Matic, his first. Miller, Caden Miller made the free throw, his first points tonight. McManaway, short rest for him. He'll come back in, and Yarhouse will be the one taking a seat on the sub. Osmond leads 15 to 6. Caden trying to 4 2. Another one, and they got it. 2 for 2 for Caden Miller, his first two points. 16 to 7. Both our pressure applied, and Marshall gets it across the timeline after playing a little pitch and catch. Now to McGuire at the top. He's going to take a step back three. Good for Peyton McGuire. His first three. And it's 16 to 10. Already been five threes made tonight between both teams. McManaway will get over uh, to Eli. Had it poked away, and Eli still stepped on the line a little bit, but it was poked away. So Davis missed the three, but Millville's there for the offensive rebound. Over to Eli Miller for three. Yes, good. Two for two star for Eli from three-point range. And it's 19 to 10. Nine points in the early going for Eli Miller. And it's Mattis stepping it down low to Sheets. Pass out to Adult. Pump fake, drives, and he finishes through contact. Gets the basket and the ball. 19-12. Kata Miller was all over him defensively, but Dolph just did a better job of knocking it down. McManaway will try his luck at three. Can't get that one to fall. Tipped around, and they're going to say it was off with Kata Miller. So they'll go over to Marshall. Davis will sub out. So will Eli Miller after nine points put up. Ben Radel will come in, and I think Yarhouse returns to the game. Three minutes to go. Altamont leads by seven here in the early going. McGuire will get it across the timeline. He picks it up. Now they get it over to Scott, who checked into the game, and he missed a shot. And Marshall tried to save him from going out, but they're going to say it was 
off of Altamont? No, off of Marshall. They pointed the wrong way. He's like, how was that off of the Indians? But it'll be Altamont ball. Marshall tried to save him going out, but they had to put on the line before they could save it. So Altamont with possession. Radel has a top of the key. He lost the dribble momentarily, but gets it back. Gives it over to Yarhouse here on the right side. Yarhouse will drive. And give it to Millville. Millville to Akeda Miller. Back to Millville. He'll try to uh, fire a three. It's good for Akeda Millville. His first three. And it's 22-12. Altamont with a 10-point advantage. And McGuire with it. And a wild throw to Sheets, but he got it to go through, but the shot didn't fall, and it's going to go out, and last touch by the Lions, so it'll be Altamont basketball. Thread of the needle there, but completed the pass, the sheet, but he just couldn't knock down the shot. Manaway will get it across half court now. Picks it up here at the volleyball line and gets off to Caden Miller. Now Caden over to Yarhouse in the right corner. Yarhouse will look to drive. Had it poked away, but gives it to Radel, who is cutting to the basket. What a miscommunication there, and it'll be a turnover for Altamont. Only their first one in the game so far, having down four. And so it'll be Marshall Ball. Radel will take a seed, and Eli Miller will come back in after a short little break for him. 1.40 to go. Altamont leads by 10. Over to Scott here on the right wing. Scott will try to drive against Millville. Puts up the night. So let's see a layup for Trey Scott. And it's 22-14. to 14. McManaway looks back at Coach for a second. Had it poked away by Matzik. But luckily, McManaway got it back. Eli cuts to the rim. They find him. Now back out to Millville. Price for another three. Good for Cade Millville. Back-to-back threes for him. He's got six. 25-14. Went up on a minute to go in the first quarter. McManaway pokes it away uh, from McGuire. And they steal it. Over to Caden Miller. Rip. Good in transition for Caden Miller. 27 to 14. Just what you needed what the doctor ordered for Altamont in the start for this one. 45 seconds to go in the first quarter. It's a Scott. Scott gets a couple of screens. Thought about shooting it, but it was picked off by Yarhouse. Fourth turnover for Marshall. Yarhouse takes it all the way. Can't finish, but Miller with the follow is no good either. And uh, it's rebounded by Marshall. And McGuire just slow it down with 24 seconds to go. McManoy tries to poke it away from behind, but they get over to Scott here in the left corner. Now Scott will drive baseline and thinks better of it, and it goes off of Yarhouse's foot, and it's stolen away by Yarhouse. But it's poked away by Scott, and so Marshall takes back over with six seconds left, and they're going to get a foul. Chaotic action there, and Altamont will pick up a foul after having possession for just a second, but then giving it right back. Aiden Miller will get a breather here at the end of the first quarter, and Ben Radel will come back in. That foul was on Altamont. Haven't put up on the scoreboard yet, but six seconds left. Scott with it. Four seconds. Backdoor cut to McGuire. Extra pass to Sheets. Sheets puts it up. No good. And rebounded by Radel. And that's going to do it after one quarter of play. It's 27-14. Altamont with the lead. And I'll be back in one minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of 
Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Marshall High School. Altamont, great start. 27-14, they lead after one quarter of play. In that first quarter, really the story was a great shooting of Altamont. 9 for 14 from the field, but 6 for 9 from beyond the three-point line. And Marshall, I mean, they're two for three, but they've hit four more threes as Altamont. So that's what's got them the early lead, and Marshall's also been turning the ball over a little bit, too. McGuire in and out, no good, but it's rebounded there by Mattis. He can't get his shot to fall either, and it's finally rebounded by Altamont. McManaway needs some help back here as he picks up his dribble, and finally Eli comes to help him. And it's Radel, Eli, and Davis. Millville and McManaway. We have five out there for Altamont to start the second quarter. Millville thought about a three. Drives inside. Floater in the lane. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Scott. And McGuire. Get across the timeline. He's at the top of the key now. Picks up a screen there from Lopez who checked into the game. And they go over to Adult for three. Good. That's his second three. And it's 27-17. Davis, extra pass to Eli Miller for three. In and out. Good. Rebounded by Scott. Eli had two threes in that opening quarter. So did Melville, Davis, and Yarhouse all had three-pointers. And so it's Mattis with the ball. He'll drive baseline. This is it to Lopez. Almost lost it. But they get in the hands of Scott. He's wide open for three. No good. And rebounded by Radel. And they're also going to get a foul on Marshall. Trying to reach in for that rebound. And so that'll be their first foul in the quarter. By the way, at the end of that first quarter, it was Alec Yarhouse who picked up that foul for Alec first. And that foul will go on Lopez, his first, team first in the quarter as well. So Millville and Radel will take a seat. Caden Miller will come back in, and Yarhouse also returns as well. McManaway gets it across half court, had it just taken away from him. Second turnover of the game for Altamont. And a Sheets is going to have the ball down low, and they're going to call a blocking foul on Altamont. It'll just be a common foul. So that'll be a foul on Altamont. They're first. I think it went on McManaway. I don't know. They gave it to Eli Miller, his second. Team second as well. Eli also takes a seat with those two fouls. And Davis is back in. 
Three-pointer was splashed home by Dolph again. Three main three-pointers, and Marshall trails by seven. At least seven to 20. McManaway, short hand off the yard out. He's pump fake, and he's in a little bit of trouble, and it was poked away by McGuire and stolen away by Marshall. We hear back-to-back turnovers on back-to-back possessions for Altamont. Marshall has it. And over to Dolph. Baseline jumper, no. And it's rebounded by McManaway. And Coach Niebuhr, he doesn't like what he's seen the last minute or so, and he calls the T.O. And so we'll take a quick 30-second timeout as well. And I'll be back. You're listening to Outline Basketball here on Jack Event. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Marshall High School. Coach Niebuhr, you call that a T.O. Doesn't like how Altamont has started off this second quarter. Such a great start to the game. They haven't scored yet in the second quarter yet. It's been a 6-0 run for Marshall to start it. Altamont's also been turning the ball over as well. So, Indians talked about it in the huddle, and they'll take over 5.35 to go here. They still do have the seven-point lead, though. Ada Miller's triple team. Somebody's got to be open. They pass out of the yard house. Darryl dribbles inside. He's just in front of the free-throw line and gets it off to Davis. Back out here. Now hand off to Millville. Millville crosses over. McGuire back out to McManaway. He fakes. Goes inside. Back out to Davis. Mid-range jumper. No good. And the rebound goes to McGuire. And it quickly up the Lions. Dope for another two. He got it to go. Three for three in this quarter for Bentley Dope. And it's 27-22. Millville with it. Gets it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse now picks it up. Now short dribble to McManaway. And there's going to be a foul underneath. As McManaway was Cutting the hole, made a nice cut, but uh, too much arm contact on that, so McManaway will go to the line to shoot two. Second team foul on Marshall, and the second one on Luis Lopez. McManaway, free throw, back iron, can't get it to fall. Lopez will take a seat with those two fouls, and R.J. Mattis will come back in. 27-22. Altamont still hasn't scored yet in the second quarter. Got an ice cold here in the second. And it still can't get out on the ball. So over two at the line for McManaway. And it's quickly up the floor. Mattis with it. He's really in trouble. And he gets it out to Mattis. Mattis pump fakes and drives. Dishes off to Mattis. And there's going to be a foul. On Altamont. Almost a uh, travel there by Marshall. And Coach Nieberg, he calls another timeout. 
and not happy at all there with the Indians. And so we'll take another quick 30-second timeout, and you're listening to Indians Basketball. Back with them. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Off the timeout, McGuire makes the layup for Marshall. Makes it 27-24. And the run continues for Marshall to start off the second quarter. Altamont has the ball, though. Melville back over to Davis for three to end the cold streak. In and out, no. Caden Miller, the throw. Almost got the shot to fall, but... Instead, Kaden Miller will go to the free throw line for two shots. Again, as out of the start it was, Altamont can't buy it after here in the second quarter. Still a 10 on the start of this second for Marshall. Kaden Miller's trying to break the cold streak. Still can't do it. It's all in their head now at this point. He needs something to go through the rim. So, Kaden will get another opportunity there. She's picked up the foul. Third team foul in the court on Marshall. And Miller finally gets on the board for Altamont in the second quarter, 28-24. So, despite not scoring, yeah, they still do have the four-point lead to the Indians. And so it's dope. Getting out to McGuire. He'll fire a three-pointer. Back iron can't get it to fall. And Kaden Miller stays for the board. He's going to be the one taking it across the timeline over to Millville. Finds Davis in the corner. He head fakes, dribbles out, gives it back to McManaway. McManaway thought about doing something here on the right wing. Now passes over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Millville, and there's all travel on Yarhouse. Well, it'll be another turnover in this quarter. Osmar only turned it over once in the first, but now have turned it over three times here in the second. Marshall on a 10-2 run. In this quarter, Dolph goes for another basket. Can't get it to fall. There's going to be a foul. Shooting foul on Altamont. So it'll be Dolph at the line for two more free throws. And they're going to call that one the third one on Millville. Or actually, it's his first. I didn't think he picked up one already, and made the free throw, making it 28-25. Fourth team foul in Altamont in the quarter, by the way. Dolph made the second free throw. 15 points for Dolph in this game, the first half. As Marshall now close as they've been in a while, 28-22. Millville with it, gives it over to Davis. Davis over in the corner, Yarhouse fires for three, no. And it's going to be rebounded by McGuire. And McGuire up to Mattis. And it's going to be Kata Miller a little bit too aggressive there and gets in to the body of Mattis. And he tried to pull up there, but just couldn't quite get it. Was already kind of committed there. Couldn't catch himself. 
And so that'll be the 15 foul on Altamont, so that'll send Marshall to the free throw line for two free throws. That'll be the first one on, Caden. Not a free throw is good. Nothing but mess. RJ's first point for the night. Nelville will take a seat, and Eli Miller will come back in. Eli had to take a seat here in the second quarter with those two fouls after a great start. Missed the free throw and rebounded by Eli. And so Mattis goes one for two. And so Marshall trails by one now, 28-27. Eli with it over in the corner to Davis for three. It's good. KD for three. Second one of the night. 31-27. Maybe that'll break the Altamont cold streak. Finally saw something from the field go through. McGuire with it. Is it out to Dolph? He's been feeling it. He'll fire a three. Oh, yeah. How do you think that was going in? Absolutely. Fourth made three for Dolph. 31-30. Marshall trails by one again. 2.15 to go in this first half. Been the complete opposite. Marshall's been the one feeling it in the quarter. Eli has the yard house. Going away. Mattis the other way. Layup good. Marshall has the lead. 32-31. Marshall overtakes Altamont. The first lead of the game. Minute 50 to go here in the first half. Eli with it. Over to McManaway. McManaway dribbles, and he takes a jump shot. Good from McManaway. He's got four points. And it's 33-32. Altamont takes the lead back. And so it's going to go to Mattis. Corner to Dolph. Three-pointer. Oh, in and out. No good. Thought for sure it was going down. But it was rebounded by Eli. Altamont back on top, 33-32 with a minute 15 to go here in the second. As Eli had it almost poked away, but I'm going to say a foul by Sheep. And so, should be Sheets' second, and it is, and a fourth-team foul on Marshall. Lopez will check in. Luis Lopez will check in for Sheep. Eli will inbounds over there on the sideline with a minute 13 to go in the first half. And McManaway will hand off to Eli Miller. And Eli will it here at the volleyball line. Get a screen from Tatum Miller. And Eli shoots it in the mid-range jumper. Can't get it to fall. And they're going to say a foul on Marshall as it was Mattis, I think, and Tatum Miller fighting for the board. And that's going to put Tatum at the free throw line. Because it's the fifth personal and Marshall in the quarter. And it will go on Mattis, his first. After exactly one minute to go here in the second quarter. As Miller, Kaden Miller, that is, makes the free throw. Two, or four for five from the line is Kaden tonight. Puts out the money on top 34 32. Second free throw, also good. Now five for six at the line for Kata Miller. 35-32, three-point lead for Altamont. We're under a minute to go. McGuire shoots a three. Yes, one more time. 35 all with 40 seconds left. Eli slowly walks it across the timeline, picks it up from Kata Miller, and Eli left the layup short. And rebounded by Dolph. 30 seconds left. 
And Coach Edel may want Marshall to hold for the final shot. After being down so much to start the quarter, they could have the lead potentially to go into the locker room. Get it over to Matzik. Now back to McGuire. 14 seconds left. 10 seconds now. Definitely going for the final shot now. McGuire still hasn't gotten any offense. Gets a screen from Lopez. Four seconds left. McGuire drives to the hole. Blocked by Kata Miller, and he just throws it behind his head. And that'll do it. After one quarter, or after one half of play, wild tie to 35. Marshall getting back into the game with a run there in the second quarter. As great a start it was in the first, Marshall had a great second quarter. They tie it up, 35-35 here at halftime here in Marshall. So try to calculate the first half statistics, and we'll try to check on other scores from around the area and try to check on that girls basketball game in Altamont there against Woodlawn tonight. So we'll be back in a few minutes, all tied at 35 at halftime between Altamont and Marshall. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and Jack of M. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? 
When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. made all those shots. A half-court shot would have been worth $10,000, but not to be. as only made one of those shots right there. And as that kind of looked like Altamont there in that second quarter. It looked like Marshall in the first, but things have gone the way of the Lions there in the third or the second quarter in particular there as they had quite the impressive run there to get back in it. out scored the Indians 21-8 to there in that second quarter to get back in it. As Altamont is in a comfortable position now, the 27-14 lead there after one quarter. And mentioned there on that one timeout after a 14-3 lead that they had to start the game, 5-5 you know, five for five to begin and also 3-3 three for three from beyond the arc. And also six main threes in the first quarter and the complete opposite there in the second quarter as Altamont – Nine for fourteen there in the opening quarter, six for nine from beyond the arc, but that has suddenly evened up to eleven for twenty-two from the field, and that's good for fifty percent, and seven for ten from beyond the arc. So uh, it's not like they've been uh, taking a lot more threes there and, and missing uh, from that perspective uh, there. But it just kind of uh, Marshall's kind of came back to them as uh, Marshall. 12 for 24 now in that first half from the field. 6 for 10 from beyond the arc. 5 for 6 from the free throw line. And Altamont 6 for 10 from the free throw line. So, um, like I said, Marshall, complete opposite there. Kind of a tale of two quarters there. Altamont started the game hot. Marshall didn't. And uh, Altamont, not a great second quarter. But Marshall had a, a great second there to get back in it here. Had a score after one quarter of play there in Altamont as it was the Lady Indians in action tonight as well against uh, Woodlawn. And Altamont was leading 20-12 to 12 there at last report. That game was over on a WCRA tonight, obviously with this coverage right here on Jack FN. Had to still broadcasting the girls' game, but had to switch things over to a WCRA since had a Free night over there against Cumberland, and they're not in action as usual, the home of the Cumberland Pirates, WCRA. But uh, they play tomorrow night as they play against Okaw Valley. They're in Okaw Valley. 
tomorrow evening in Altamont after this one, after they get done and they will be done before the holidays. And uh, they'll uh, take a few days off for Christmas and then it's back at it in the Christmas tournament in a Cesar Valier as Altamont will be back there in a Cesar this year. And a little bit of a smaller tournament this year, so only a three-day uh, tournament there in Cesar. It's only going on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We'll have coverage for you all uh, week long there in Cesar. And Altamont drew the fourth seed this year, and uh, their first game is at 6 o'clock on Tuesday against the five-seed Coin. And then uh, depending on the outcome of that game, they'll either play on Wednesday at 7.30 or at a 6 o'clock, wherever and whenever they'll play, and whoever they'll play, we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM. Still trying to iron out the details of the Lady Indians broadcasting schedule for their tournament, and Robinson will be taking part in the Hoopa Palooza there as that great tournament. And Robinson looks like to shape up be there with a few good teams there with Altamont as well in it. So we'll have coverage for you at some point with the Lady Indians, but uh, like I said, still trying to work out the details uh, there. So, uh, again, here at the half, it's 35-35 Altamont with the uh, lead they had suddenly evaporate there in that second quarter. Take a look at the statistics here as Aligari Alcia has three points in the game. Uh, six from Caden Davis, both from beyond the arc. Eli Miller with nine all in the first quarter. Had to sit out in the second quarter with some foul troubles. We have Cade Millville with six points, both from beyond the arc. Aiden McManaway with four, and Caden Miller with seven. And a five of those come from the free throw line, a five for six from the free throw line from that perspective for Caden um, Miller. And Altamont with quarters of 27 and eight for their 35. And Marshall on the other side, they're led in scoring by Bentley Dolp. He has 18 points, including... Yeah, make sure I got it right. Four threes. Uh, Troy or Trey Scott has two points. Payne McGuire has ten. R.J. Mattis has three, and Avery Sheets has two. And uh, Marshall with quarters of fourteen and thirty-five, or fourteen at their actual total. As uh, it's fourteen and twenty-one. There we go. That sounds about right. Fourteen and twenty-one for their uh, thirty-five points. So we're all tied up here at thirty-five, and we're about ready get this one underway in the third quarter. So, Altamont will have the ball to start off this quarter. And they'll be going left to right on your radio dial. Starters out there on the floor, and Davis going to try to start the way he did in the opening quarter, but can't get that one to fall. And rebounded by Marshall. The lines will be going right to left on your radio dial. Mattis over to McGuire. He'll fire a three from the wing. No good. Battle for the rebound. And it goes in the hands of Eli Miller. Eli will slowly walk it across the timeline. No one picks him up until McGuire meets him there at the timeline. 7.20 to go, just underway in the uh, second half. As Yarhouse over to uh, McManaway. McManaway over to Yarhouse here on the left wing. Yarhouse picks up the screen from McManaway, picks it up over to Davis, who is running on the baseline, and he didn't call for the travel. So a travel by Davis, and it'll be a turnover. To Marshall as Marshall turned it over five times but none in the second. Altamont stopped away. Only turned it over once in the first quarter but 
three times in that second. As Dolp tries another three, no good. Left it short and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Eli with it. Him and McGuire are battling for that ball, and Eli wins it this time, and he dribbles around over to Davis. Going to try another three is good for KD. KD to four three. Nine points for KD, and Altamont back in the lead, 38-35. McGuire with it here on the other side. Spins around, puts up a shot. Good. McManaway was right there in his face, but McManaway knocks it down for his 12 points. Marshall trails by one. McManaway with it at the top of the circle. Allison swings over to Eli. Eli with it here at the volleyball line. And Eli calling out a play. And Altamont will get into their set. Let's up it down low to Akita Miller. He's double teamed. He puts up the shot anyways in the paint. No good. And rebounded by uh, Matzik. Squire will bring it across the timeline. Marshall can take the lead back. And it's going to be tipped by McManaway, but McGuire tracks it back down. Now they get over to Matzik. He'll drive baseline. and goes underneath the basket. Up and under. For Caden Matzik, his first two, and Marshall takes the lead back, 39-38. Caden Miller here on the left wing. Caden, short handoff to McManaway. McManaway will now back it back out. Get over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse with it here on the left side, up top to Caden Miller. Swing things over to McManaway. McManaway looking to do something with it. Gives off to KD now. KD off to Caden Miller in between the circles. Now McManaway over to Akita Miller, over to Davis, and he passes out to Yarhouse, extra pass to Eli Miller, can't get it to fall, and McManaway's there for the board, layup, can't get it to fall, no good, so a three-pointer and a missed shot there, and Altman compacts that missed shot with a foul as well, trying to reach in to get the ball back, I think that one's going to go on Aiden, and it is, first foul on Altman. And a second on McManaway. McGuire with it here on the right wing. Top two goal for three straight on and no good. And rebounded by Caden Miller. And McManaway. Well, pick up a screen from Caden Miller over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse thought about a three, but takes a couple head fakes and dribbles inside. Now picks it up. Back out to Davis. Fires for three. Back iron too strong. But Caden Miller is there for the rebound. And he's trying to go back up with it. He puts it up through traffic. No, and it's going to be Sheets with the rebound. And so McGuire, have it up top. He drives, puts up the floater over Miller. No good, and Caden pulls down the board. And McGuire's just slapping away, trying to get the ball back, and they're going to hit him with a foul. That's the way players get away with that, but he's kind of wildly slapping at the ball. and Had a lot of Caden Miller that time, and going to be McGuire's first foul. First one on Marshall as well. Lions with a one-point lead right now, 39-38. Four minutes to go here in the third. And McManaway over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse here on the right side. Now over to Eli Miller in between the circles. Now he'll dribble and puts up the runner. In and out. No good. Eli gets the back and puts back. is good. For Eli Miller. He's got 11 tonight. And it's 40-39. to 39. Altamont takes the lead back. 
as they go to a Dolph here on the right wing. Crosses over Eli. Dolph with the runner in the lane. Can't get it to fall. Davis saves it, and it's tipped around, and it's McGuire going to win the tip. McGuire over to a Dolph. Dolph will drive it here at the free throw line. Stops and gives it off to Matzik. Matzik with a head fake. Dribbles and fires the pass to Lopez. Too hot to handle, and so that'll be a turnover to Altamont. And uh, somebody's going to get a rest here as Yarhouse will sit down and a radle will come in. And a Millville also came in as well. Davis will take a seat. So Altamont has the 40-39 to 39 lead again. 3-10 to go here in the third, and Indians have the ball. Haven't led by more than once since that Marshall went on that run in the second quarter. And... Uh, Eli with it, gets a screen from Kata Miller, and they'll dump it down low, but maybe forced it, and it's going to be a turnover back to Marshall. So a turnover there by the Indians, a second in the quarter. So Marshall will take over with under three to go here in the third. The Lions can take the lead back. It's Mattis with it. He'll dribble, dish it off to Lopez, and it was off of Either Radel or Kata Miller, either way, South Altamont. So it'll be Marshall maintaining possession. McGuire, about it there on the baseline, gets it in. Mattis will get it over to a Scott who checked in on the last dead ball. Hand off to McGuire. McGuire gets a screen from Lopez. McGuire from the free throw line. Awkward shot and rebounded by Radel. McManaway quickly up to Eli Miller for three. Can't get it to fall, but Radel comes in and skies for the rebound. And it's going to be knocked away, but right in the hands of McManaway. As Eli had it for a second, but it was Matic who knocked it away. Eli Miller with it here on the left wing. Now Radel in between the circles. Almost stolen, but they get it to McManaway. Back to Radel. Each triple team spins around, puts it up and in for Ben Radel. His first two points. And Altamont leads by three, 42 to 39. Minute 50 to go in the third. Mattis with the ball. Gives it over to Matic. Now to Scott. Thought about a three, dribbles inside. Extra dish, but right in the hands of Millville. Almost like it was intended for him. High pass for Caden Miller, puts it up, and he was in the uh, act of, do I want to shoot it or pass? He passed it. And they're eventually going to get a foul on Marshall. So it'll be... Uh, a two free throws for Millville. As Elam was trying to tell him here on the sidelines, man, why do you just go up for that? And Kay's like, yeah, I probably should have. Millville got the free throw to go. Millville's got seven. 43-39. Altamont with the lead. Mattis, Matic, sit down. McGuire comes back in and so does Sheep. For Marshall. Millville at the line for a second one. Back iron too strong, but Eli's there for the rebound. He puts up the shot. No. And Lopez comes for the rebound. And a nearly thrown away there by Marshall. It was poked away. Last touch by Millville, so it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with Marshall. And McManaway checks out, and Kata Miller checked back in. Minute 25 to go in the third. Four-point lead for the Indians. 
McGuire gets a screen up from Lopez. And high pass for Sheets, poked away by Radel, and it goes into the hands of Radel finally. And they're going to call a foul as Radel and Sheets were battling for it, and Sheets was right at Ben's legs right there, and they finally call a foul on a Sheets. Is Sheets third? It is, and the third team foul in the quarter for Marshall as well. Sheets has to take a seat, and that comes back in. Indians with the ball. They're up by four, coming up on a minute to go in the third. Millville with it. He picked up his dribble. Needs some help. He's over to Eli. Now Radel lob for Tatum Miller. He gets it, and he's too far underneath the basket. Tries to throw it back out, and it's intercepted by Marshall. And McGuire spin around, puts it up too strong, and Yarhouse and Tatum Miller are fighting for the rebound. Same team, Tatum Miller. Just grabs it. And uh, Melville with the ball here. Melville picks it up. And now they go over to a Radel. Radel hands off back to Melville. 25 seconds to go. I think Coach Seabury wants the final shot here. Melville dribbles inside. He takes the shot, puts it up. No good. And rebounded by McGuire. And they're going to get a reach in on Altamont. Uh, Coach Seabury. Couldn't believe that one. And then now Marshall's going to get the T.O. with 18 seconds left in the third. Uh, but I'll take a 30-second timeout. And we'll be back. You're listening out to my Indians basketball here on Jack of M. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Marshall High School. Altamont with holding on to the lead here in the third, 43-39. to 18 seconds left, and Marshall called the T.O. to try to draw something up here. Grabbing in the front court, that's McGuire. Nearly picked off, but Manis is left all alone. Drives, no. And a fight for the rebound, and it's going to be a jump ball. As Lopez went over the back on Millville, but we get the tie-up, and it'll stay right here with Marshall on the alternate possession arrow. Man, all over the back was uh, Lopez. Dolph will get it in and gets it in the mound. It's four seconds left. McGuire with it. Over to Dolph. Fires for three. No good. Hey, that's probably who Marshall wants to take the three ball. They missed it that time. And after three quarters of play, it's Altamont back in the lead of 43-39. to 39. Now I'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Needs Basketball here on Jack of M. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 618- Three two two six four four one for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. 
Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Marshall High School, 43-39. Altamont back in the lead after a nice third quarter. And the report there in Altamont, uh, the Lady Indians were leading 45-41. Millville starts off the fourth quarter. In dramatic fashion, he makes a three. Third three of the night for Melville. Got ten points. 46-39. Scott, head fake, and he goes just inside the arc and a missed shot. Rebounded by Kata Miller. McManaway, handoff to Melville. Melville over to McManaway. McManaway over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse now finds Eli Miller. Eli with it. Got all over him there. Tried to pass it back to McManaway, and it's stolen away. In transition, Scott lost it. McManaway, a wild throw here to the backcourt. And McGuire has to come all the way back here and track it back down. McGuire has it. Now back into the front court. Scott spin around, drives, and it's short, but they're going to call a foul. Foul in the act of shooting, and that's going to go on Kata Miller. He is his second, team first in the quarter as well. And we got free throws coming up for Trey Scott. Two points in the game, and still stuck on two. Missed the free throw. Lopez will take the seat, and the sheet check back in for the Lions. Marshall trailing by seven here. Trying to cut into it. Scott left it short and rebounded by McManaway. Two players trying to tie him up, but they get it quickly up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives and uh, gets it over in the corner to Kata Miller. Head fake, but now passes back out here on the perimeter to Eli. Eli with it. It's over to McManaway. McManaway fakes the handoff and gets over to Yarhouse in the corner for three. Can't get it to fall. Miller's there for the rebound, though. That's Kaden Miller. Trying to knock it away. And the ball's on the ground. Over to McManaway for three. And it bounces out. No good. And uh, it'll be uh, Marshall with the rebound. McGuire pulled that one down. Scott drives. Runner off the glass and in. Bank is open here late night. Holiday hours, even 46 41. Marshall trailing here. 5.50 to go here in the game. Melville with it. He was dribbling and he lost it. Out of bounds. He was just dribbling around. Just lost the dribble and lost it out. Garhouse takes his seed and a Davis will come back in. 
Marshall gets it. And McGuire will be the point man. Put across the timeline. And he gets it over to Mattis. Mattis has it up top. And he's trying to do something with it. And he finds and fires it over to McGuire. McGuire to Dolph. Dolph with a head fake. Dribbles to his left. Over to McGuire for three. And it bounced in. A kind home roll for McGuire. He's got 15. And Marshall within two, 46-44. About five minutes to go. And uh, Eli with it. Trying to size up McGuire. Goes around him. Eli over to Millville. Who's running baseline. Floater can't get it to fall. And the rebound goes to McGuire. And they're going to call a foul on Altamont. They were tripping over a couple of players unintentionally, but they're going to get a foul. And that will be on Millville, his third. Second in the quarter on Altamont. So Marshall can tie it up or take the lead with a three. McGuire pick up a screen from Sheep to check back in. Over to Dolph. Dolph with it here on the left wing, and he's going to be a high pass. Nearly traveled with it, too. And it's going to be blocked by Caden Miller, but they're going to call a foul. Ooh, I don't know about that. And there's a foul on Caden Miller. And Coach Niebury almost here at half four here. Can't believe it. And that looks good, but they're going to call the foul on Caden Miller. And uh, so, get an explanation, and seems to be a suffice with it. And free throw is good there by Matzik. And uh, that foul was on Miller. It should have been his third and missed a shot free throw. And so it'll be uh, Marshall missing the free throw, so they can't tie the game. But still 46-45. Eli over to Davis. Davis now to McFanaway in between the circles. Back to back out. Dribbles to his left. He's off to Davis. Davis dribbling here on the perimeter. And they're called foul. Called foul. Blocking foul on Adult. His second team first. And... Uh, That'll be Millville going to be the one taking it out. Millville looking to get it in and gets in to Eli Miller. Track it down here in the backcourt, but it's allowed. Gets it across now. Eli dribbles to his right. There's going to be another foul on Marshall. It's getting very tight now here in this one. I don't think those fouls would have been called earlier. And that's going to be the second on McGuire second team foul as well. Millville gets it in to Eli Miller. Four minutes to go in the game. Altamont clinging on to a one-point lead. Eli dribbles to his left over to Davis. Davis a little head fake, and he dribbles now. Cross-court pass, tipped, but into the hands of Millville. And back out to Eli. Closer here to center circle. Eli dribbles to his right. Short handoff to Millville. Millville dribbling here on the perimeter, and he'll hand off to McManaway. McManaway back to Millville here in the corner. Fakes right, goes left, over to Eli for three. 
three-pointer for Eli Miller. 14 for Eli. He did that one. Altamont leads by five. As Dope, fancy dribbling, but he almost lost it. Finds the hands up, Matic, two-point jump shot, no. And there's going to be a foul underneath. And a foul on Millville, I think. Millville and Sheets were battling for it and away from the basketball. And that's going to be Millville's fourth personal. Fourth team foul in the quarter on Elkmont as well. So next one will send Marshall the bonus. Davis will take a seat and Yarhouse will come back in. So a three to go in the game. McGuire. Blows past McManaway, and McGuire can't get it to fall, but his follow is also no good. And Kata Miller finally snatches down the rebound. 2.50 to go, a five-point lead, but it doesn't seem like a lot in this one. Eli establishes himself here in the front court, and he gets it back off to McManaway. McManaway hands off to Millville with here at the volleyball line. Millville. Go over to Eli. 2.30 to go in the game. Eli. That's almost poked away. He drives, and they're going to call a foul on Marshall. Reaching in there. A couple more fouls to give before Altamont shooting free throws. Going to Lions third personal. And it's also going to be the third one on McGuire. So Millville will inbounds on the baseline. Easily gets it in to 2K to Miller. Cross-court pass back to Millville here on the right wing. Picks up a screen from Yarhouse. Short handoff to Eli. Eli dribbles it around and back out. And it's going to be nearly stolen away. There's a push from behind. Eli falls to the ground, but the manway gets it back. And two minutes to go in the game. Eli... With a ear, dribbles to his right, dribbles inside, back out to Millville, and now Millville will go back out. McManaway, PR House, dumps down low to Kata Miller, back over to Yar House. High pass for McManaway, but minute 45 to go. And there's going to be a foul on Dolph. Blocking foul, and that's going to be the fourth personal on the Lions. Third one on Dolph. So Millville will inbound just in front of the coaches here. Coach Niebergy and Coach Cool. Coach Suko as well. Gets in to Eli. Had it almost poked away, but Eli gets control of it again. He dribbles and back over to Millville. Millville dribbles inside, and he picks it up. Looking for someone to pass to. Finds it to Yarhouse, who's running baseline. Now back out to McManaway. McManaway with it. 1.20 to go. Passing things here on the perimeter. Not really looking for a shot, but Eli will. Who drives the rim? No. And Millville with the rebound. No foul. And Millville stuck it up and in. There's some contact. But Millville has his 12th point. And it's 51-45. Dolph will try a three-pointer. Splashes it home. Marshall isn't going anywhere. 51-48. High pass, but Yarhouse tracks it down, and there's going to be a loose ball foul, I believe. As Yarhouse and Matic collided, there is a miscommunication on Altamont's part, and almost a turnover there. And fortunate that Altamont was fouled there, as they almost threw it away. 
So Yarhouse will go to the line to shoot two. And the Coach Nebery calls it CO. We'll take a timeout as well. Altamont clinging to the lead at 51 48, 49 seconds left. And I'll be back at 30. We're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Marshall High School. This one's tight, just like it was Tuesday, 51 of 48. And Coach Niebuhr, he called that timeout to draw up some offense and defense after these two free throws by Yarhouse. He's at the line. Because five personal fouls on Marshall. And two free throws coming for Yarhouse. His first point since the first quarter. Yarhouse free throw. Money. Nothing but net. Southmont leads 52-48. to Yarhouse, the second free throw. Be on the way. Up and that one's good as well. Cold-blooded is Alec Yarhouse with those. 53-48, five-point lead. McGuire with it. And on the right wing, guarded by McManaway. And McGuire can't do anything with it. Over to Dolph. Dolph here on the right wing. And a Dolph thought about getting a three, but he has over to McGuire. 34 seconds left. Deep three for McGuire. No good, and it's tipped into the hands of McGuire. McGuire with it. Over to... Matzik for three. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Matzik. And Eli's going to get it. And it's going to be free throws here. Couple missed opportunities there for Marshall. Mattis missed the three. And they couldn't get the rebound off the tip. It was right in the hands of Eli Miller. And he's going to be shooting free throws for Eli. Dangerous couple of seconds there for the Indians, but Eli will be at the line shooting two. And the lead six. Big free throw there for Eli Miller. 15 points in the game for Eli Miller. And it's a six-point game, a 54-48. to 48. 18.8 left. Eli, second free throw good. Seven-point lead for Coach Nieberge. And uh, the Altamont Indians and Coach calls the timeout. And so I'll take a quick one as well. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack of M. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
18 of 0.8 seconds left. Marshall with the ball, and they're down seven. And it's going to be Dolp with it, and it's blocked by Mubu. And into the hands of Eli, and they're going to foul him. And that was also a hard screen on that last offensive possession by Marshall. And uh, uh, McManaway fell to the ground, and it was like a blind side block almost. And that's what the Altamont faithful here was uh, reacting to, but... Fortunate, Eli Miller will be back in the line for a two shot. He's made two free throws to give him the seven-point lead. Back iron can't get that one to fall. But Eli will get it to go, and there's only 8.5 left. Seven-point lead for Altamont. As Eli will be at the free throw line all alone, but Marshall defenders miss the free throw. Rebound by Mattis over to McGuire. Six seconds. Matted. Or McGuire, deep three. He got it. He got it. So Marshall trails by four. 2.1 left. And uh, Coach Edel takes the timeout. And so we'll just stay right here. As McGuire made that for his 18th point. And 2.1 seconds left. Crazier things have happened. But Marshall would need a Christmas miracle. As they trail by four. But Altamont, all they got to do is get it in and don't foul on the three-point shot as well. So draw up your best inbound play, and Altamont can start the holiday season off on the right foot. So Christmas break off right. McManway still trying to stretch things out here. He's got a rough screen there the last time, and it was slow to get up as well, but... Caden Miller will be the one taking out, and he can move on the baseline there. That's what the official telling him. Caden looking to get it in, looking to get it in. Gets it in to Millville, and they will finally call a foul. Point five left, and McGuire is going to pick that one up. And this is uh, Millville going to be walking the other way to shoot two free throws. It's basically over at this point, but... Millville will get two more free throws. Point five left, and Dolp will check out, and Scott will check back in. But Millville will just make these free throws, and Altamont will come away with a win and bounce back after that loss on Tuesday. Beating Casey's Clark County rivals, Marshall tonight. Millville made the free throw. 13 points tonight for Cade. A good game against Casey. Had another one here tonight. In and out. No good. Rebounded uh, by Sheets. Well, that'll do it. Here, final score. Altamont comes away with the win. Travels over here to Marshall. Stone's throw away from Indiana. But Altamont comes and has a happy trip, and they'll have a happy trip back home. And have a holly jolly Christmas. 56-51. Altamont, your winner. They improved to five and three on the season, and Marshall will drop to four and six on the season. I'll be back to tabulate the final statistics as well as try to track down some other scores. Maybe try to track down the final there in Altamont with Altamont and Woodlawn, the Lady Indians matching up with the Lady Cardinals tonight as well. So again, your final 56-51, Altamont with a win, and we'll be back in a few minutes to wrap this one up. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack of Them. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Marshall High School. Final score tonight. Altamont comes away with the win. And they come away with a win of 56 to 51. As really, they only had a bad second quarter, but... They had a good third quarter to get back in the lead, and then they finished things off there in the fourth quarter for the five-point win. And that's exactly what the doctor ordered there to come away with the win here tonight and get a win before the holidays and before the holiday tournament. 
uh, there gets underway next week in Assessor Valier and a bounce back after the loss against Casey there on Tuesday night. And uh, Altamont had quarters of 27 points there in the opening quarter and also quarters of 8, 8, and 13 for their 56. And Marshall, they had 14 points in the first, but then they uh, reversed that to 21 in the second, and they went back to 4 points and a 12 in the fourth to have a 51-point total. See Coach Niebury making his way over here from the locker room over to my broadcast position, so we'll get him on the headsets here and talk to him about the win here tonight. And, yep, I'm flying solo here tonight and getting you in here on the headsets, Coach, and congratulations on the win there. It's a little tight there at the end, but... Uh, you know, he took the lead back in the third quarter, and uh, he came away with a win. Yeah, we got up to that hot start. Obviously, we know well. Actually, can't we actually can shoot a little bit? You know, I told the boys before the game I was on the board. Shoot with confidence. Shoot with confidence. I it happens in practice all the time. We shoot well in practice. Got to get into translate the game. You know, they shot well. Got out the early lead. They shot well in the second quarter. You know, and I thought the boys really executed down the stretch. Really to. to you know, defensively, we knew they weren't going to make shots like that all all game. Then they had two good players, but uh, you know, they were they were hitting tough shots, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, like you said, there that uh, great start to begin the game with three pointers uh, going down in bunches, and it got off to that amazing fourteen to three lead, really establishing early on, and they really took that uh, shoot with confidence. Yeah, uh, point to heart. Yeah, Caden, we were in a play for Caden Davis start start the ball game yeah. we need we need him we need him to be a shooter we need to come off kind of instant firecracker just you know he gets his eight points we're going to be a pretty good ball club um you know i don't know what he ended with but uh he he, he was more aggressive tonight i don't know if that was just because he started but uh you know if he gets kind of in the flow of the game um it it, it it's going to help us down the stretch and also eli miller with a great first quarter there as well hitting a couple of threes and a nine points there and and he kind of got in a little foul trouble there yeah, yeah. in the second. That's kind of when Marshall uh, went on their run. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, we didn't have a quote-unquote playmaker with Dylan out. Uh, Eli, you know, we wanted to kind of have the ball in his hands. They did a really good job of sinking in on Caden um, Miller. They were, as soon as he touched it, there were five guys in the paint. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we're going to see that. So we're going to have to we're gonna have to kind of adjust to that. Um, but, uh, you know, Eli, Eli won the uh, – we got an award. Hopefully, maybe you see it later. We got a big championship belt them out them on on it and it come out you know like the chain last year yeah we got a big championship that was pretty nice he, he won the award tonight he's played the butt off I, I there's nothing eli is the coach's dream like he he'll he'll run through a wall he'll go as hard as he possibly can you know he's not necessarily quote-unquote a score but he had he had he shot the ball and, and had to score for us tonight and he stepped up yeah uh, yeah and then in that second quarter you know uh, like you said marshall just started hitting their shots and uh, they started getting things going there and you know, had that great lead, but then you know, they tied it up there at 35 going into the locker room, and things wasn't exactly on the positive uh, way going into the locker yeah, room there. I think I told the coaches we didn't score for four minutes. Yeah, uh, We didn't you know, have a bucket. Um, and then Eli got in foul trouble. That might have been part of it. Um, uh, you know, We got to generate. I thought the first quarter we generated offense from our defense. We've talked about that for yeah. how long have you been been with us we, we have to have that because we're not always the most offensively skilled team 
and that's just what I know. We got to score, and we did that first quarter, and we did. And then when they scored, it's hard to go against their set defense. So yeah, um, that was that was the story of the second quarter. But the third quarter, uh, I thought we, in the second half, I thought we really buckled down defensively. Yeah, I would say only four points I had down for there in the, in the third quarter. So yeah, the defense really uh, shown. You didn't have a lot of points there. Just nope. enough to yep. get in front. But like I said, the lockdown defense. Uh, was there in the third to get you back in the lead again? Uh, the boys made adjustment. Aiden wanted to go guard uh, three. Three was uh, or thirteen. Thirteen and three really hurting us. And Aiden wanted to come off of come off and guard him. And Eli wanted to guard three. So uh, you know, I got two pretty good defenders and those two guys that you know make it hard for someone to catch. And I think I think in the second half we just kind of warmed down with the, with their shots a little bit. And uh, you also mentioned there, obviously, without uh, Dylan Elam tonight, banged up against uh, Casey going into the game, and he toughed it out yeah. on a Tuesday, but unfortunately uh, didn't give it a go tonight. And, uh, you know, so that was a big piece, and they kind of had to learn on the fly here tonight without him out there on the floor. Yeah, it's an adjustment because Dylan, Dylan's great with the ball. He's a one-through-four guy. Yeah. He's good with the ball in his hand. Uh, he's, I mean, he's probably our leading scorer, I would assume, him or Caden Miller, but He's always, you know, down the stretch, we want the ball in his hands, and so our guys had to adjust. I thought we did a really good job adjusting. Dylan's still got the jumper's knee, and uh, we're going to give him – he's been riding a bike. He's probably got him. He's probably logged in about 40 miles last <laughs> week, uh, but he's going to ride the bike for a whole another week uh, and be ready for Tuesday, next Tuesday in the Thesser. Right, and now you got the, the holiday break a little bit, and now you start the holiday tournament, and – Kind of in a similar way of last year, a little bit. You know, we talked about that on Tuesday. Uh, now you guys are five and three yep. going into the uh, Sessor tournament, drawing the four seed uh, this year in uh, that uh, tournament, and it's uh, back down to Sessor and we're the the defending champs. Yeah, Brown. The um, they, they dropped it down to eight teams, and it's really eight really good teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got the four seed, which I don't necessarily agree with, but. Uh, and we got to play. We got to got to play. We got to play. Um, you know, Decoin. Remember last year? I think they they're the same type of team. They're fast. They're up and down. They're, they're quick. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, and uh, we got to win that one before we move on. So I, have, you know, I, if we get third in that tournament, it's a good tournament. So uh, you know, obviously we want to win it, but uh, we got to get healthy. We got to Aiden's knees are about black and blue as possible. He needs pads. And we just got to get healthy and, you know, build and keep getting better. It's kind of our, that's kind of been our motto all year. Keep getting better. Oh, Coach, you got, got the win here tonight and uh, hopefully enjoy uh, the holidays and uh, Merry Christmas to you and the family as well. And uh, then uh, we'll enjoy Christmas for a few days and then it's uh, back out of the tournament. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. All right, Coach. Appreciate we'll it. see you then. Thank you. And again, I appreciate oh, Merry Christmas you guys too I'm yeah, sorry. happy holidays everybody out there i appreciate what you guys are to do go spend it with your family and enjoy it absolutely and you do the same and coach we'll talk to you next week and appreciate coach johnny where you're there on the post game of visit and again final score 56 to 51 is the uh, final and uh, altman uh, they uh, were led in scoring uh, there by eli miller with uh, 16 points tonight kate millville we didn't talk about him but uh, he had a 13 points in uh, the game and some made three-pointers as well. KD, Caden Davis finished with nine points. Allie Yarhouse with five. Caden Miller with a seven. He didn't score in that second half either. I didn't realize that until now. 
Uh, four points for Aiden McManaway and a two points for Ben Radel. And again, quarters of 27, 8, 8, and 13 for Altamont 56. For Marshall, they're led in scoring up by Bentley Gulp. He had 21 in the game. Trey Scott finished with a four. Caden Matz finished with three. Peyton McGuire finished with 18 points. And R.J. Mattis had a three points. And Avery Sheets with two. And again, Marshall had a 14, a 21, a 4, and a 12 for their 51 points tonight. Again, your final score, Altamont with a win, improving to 5-3 and three on the season. And they win 56-51. All right, that will do it here for us from Marshall. And again, the last report of that girls game was 45-41. to Altamont with the lead with about three minutes left. Uh, they're in of the third, so uh, the game is over on a WCRA, and we'll have coverage of uh, the uh, ball game there in uh, Robinson at uh, some point during the uh, tournament, and it's still trying to iron out all the details uh, there, but we will have all the games for you on a jacket and for the boys down in um, Cesar Rollier. So that's when we'll talk to you again. Enjoy the holidays, everyone. Thanks to Carter back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. And this is Travis Sparks. So Merry Christmas and have a safe and happy holidays. And we'll talk to you again next week. But we will leave you in a play, start playing the music that we want again here on a Jack FM. And have a great rest of your night and a Merry Christmas, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.